Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the So She Slay Show. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey. And today we have an amazing guest, a friend of ours for the past like six years, one of our favorite people, Christina Wild. Please introduce yourself. Thank you for coming, first of all. Yes, ladies. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, as you said, I've been a part of the So She Slays community for about six years now. So, you know, any way that, you know, I can cross promo or just, you know, come onto your platform, it's always an honor. <laughs> um, oh, we absolutely love having you. You're like an OG to our program. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I remember when you first, like, we did a feature collab about you. Like, you have been in the Sochi Place streets, they call it, for a long yes. time. Like, yes. <laughs> like you had your own ebook. Yes. Okay. And then yeah. you did your first, you were our first mom post on the blog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now look at you. So, yeah, I want to hear everything what's going on. That's, That's a lot of firsts. Like, you're our first. <laughs> Because you have been with us in such a journey, we've been able to see like you as an individual change and morph and welcome in new new atmospheres and, and things into your life. Um, and one of those things is becoming a mother. I actually use the term mompreneur. A mompreneur, that's someone who's just like a mom, obviously, who has several endeavors that she's a part of. You know, I'm not only just a stay-at-home mom, but I work in media and talent relations. I'm an author. I'm actually like a mom writer, kind of, sort of. Um, I write different articles for different platforms, like as it relates to motherhood and my journey in motherhood. So it's just a lot of different things that I've discovered are a passion of mine through motherhood and showing other moms and giving, you know, just being an example for a millennial mom. I don't have a lot of mom friends. So I'm the first of like, I like two or three mom friends as far as my inner circle I'm you know one of the few so just being able to show like you know transparency full transparency with women like this is what motherhood looks like um this was what my motherhood journey looked like and you know hopefully that resonates with the audience which it has um it's amazing to the feedback that I get and the moms that I did, I get to connect with um, through this journey. Not only are you an author and you run like a children's book club and you write and you're a mom and, and you're a wife. Yeah. And, it's like, and you she has self-care. I see your Instagram, girl. Exactly. You, you work you out. Self-care. Wellness is also a job. And I yeah, think exactly. you're Oh my gosh. It's yeah, so like you're fun. big in Pilates right now, I think, right? Yes. Yes. So- <laughs> I'm making sure that I do work out um, because yes, self-care, that's like the biggest part of motherhood in order to mm. be a good mother. You have to practice self-care or you're going to lose it. Well, <laughs> that's, that kind of brings me to my question. Like how, how, how do you do all this? How, like, I I mean, like there's a, go ahead, Chelsea. I was like, there's like, tons yeah. of people <laughs> going to watch us and be like, um, excuse me, how does she find time? I'm not a mother yet, but I have a lot of my close friends are mothers now. And we're all in the same, like, you know, age range. And I'm just like, how do you do it all? So to hear that you're not only, you know, a mother, author, wellness, a wife, amazing woman, a friend, a daughter, a sister, like everything. How do you do it all? And how? It's Without jerking. going crazy. <laughs> Please. Okay, be honest. It's strange. Like trans- full transparency is tiring, which is why you have to prioritize self-care because you will be burnt out. Like I have a schedule. 
Um, and right now we're actually transitioning into putting my daughter on a schedule through the pandemic. She kind of just was like, going with her thing yeah you know. everybody everybody yeah, was on we're and she's a newborn so I now see like other moms that have newborns that have their newborns on a schedule and I'm like dang I probably should have implemented this earlier because then my burnout wouldn't be as drastic as well um so then my husband and I also do couples therapy we've been doing it since October we ended up getting That's married amazing. in December um and one of the things that our therapists recommended was that we have a calendar and that calendar has saved our lives because I did feel because my husband works a lot more than I do that I my career and everything that I wanted to do for self was putting getting put on the back burner you know fully embracing motherhood don't get me wrong but I love to work and I need that in order to function um, properly. So I felt like a lot of what was happening was I'm just being a mom. And I love that title, but there's more to life than being a mom. And I know as mothers, especially before millennial moms, mothers got caught up in being moms and pretty much saying, you know what, forget my dreams. I'm just going to be this mother and this wife. I refuse to. Um, because we as women have so much to offer to the world. And if we create the time, we can do it. So the calendar is put in place so that I can do things like this. You know, he has it on his calendar. So he knows at eight o'clock, I have to watch baby Tristan entertain her so that mommy can go do her thing. Um, whether it be a Zoom, a meeting, a presentation, Pilates, it all goes on the calendar. So not only does it hold us accountable as a married couple, but it also holds me accountable. And then of course there's the other forms of self-care, you know, your manny, your petty, like that's always me time that I prioritize. Um, When you have a baby, because of course there's single moms out there too who don't have a partner to help them or give them that time away from baby. They might not be able to afford a babysitter and or not want a babysitter because of we're in a pandemic, you know? Um, so I highly recommend a walk. Like even if it's with baby, you know, babies in stroller, they usually go to sleep in the stroller after long periods of time. So just taking a walk for 15 minutes minimum a day just around the block. If it's raining, you know, in your building, you know, just getting out of the house and taking, getting that fresh air. Um, I also take long baths. Okay. I love a bath. I love a bath. We spoke to my soul. I love a bath. It's like I rediscovered baths when I became a mother. Um, I do the Epsom salt or sea salt with tea tree oil. I light a candle. Um, if I want to read, I'll, I'll keep the lights on. If not, I put on a nice playlist and I just relax, you know, and I communicate to my husband, hey, I need to take a bath. And I think he knows what that means. <laughs> like, okay, space time for time. Yeah, I need yeah. my time. That's right. Me time. I, and that's important. You'd be so, you'd be surprised at how many mothers, especially when they become new mothers in the beginning, how long they go without a shower 
like yeah I've heard that I thought it was weird I, I was gonna say I've heard that too but you and just, it's like, so weird track me. of time yes I and it was weird I thought I was being a weirdo and funky but then I talked to an older mom and she was like you got to shower and I was like I did and she was like that's amazing and I'm like okay so okay. it's not weird that moms just go without a shower okay. see that scares me because like I'm a I'm a bath and shower hoochie mama you can call it like I like I love to shower and I love a bath so like I know when I have kids it's gonna be me looking smelling like dirt and be like hello kid I discovered maybe when she was about two months I got in the sh- I we were in DC so we had extra help my mom was there right? oh good and I was like I'm gonna go take a shower and you're like okay and I stayed in there for like 40 minutes and I was like <laughs> oh my gosh newfound glory like this is amazing. <laughs> so it's little things that you can do, you know, to prioritize that self-care. If you, again, if you don't, even if you don't have the help, even if you don't have someone there to help you, um, when baby sleeps, sleep is self-care too, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so taking that nap with baby, sure. But again, as a mom, when the baby goes to sleep, you have to, that's when you choose what you're going to do. Am I going to work right now? Am I going to sleep right now? Am I going to shower right now? Am I going to cook right now? Like when my husband would go to work, he worked 12 plus hour days. So when baby Tristan would go to sleep for her first nap, even if that's one o'clock, I started cooking dinner then. So that by the time he got home, dinner was ready. And I didn't have to worry about cooking with her in the kitchen so it's like it's a a chess game (laughs) I was gonna say it sounds like one giant puzzle it really does where can I fit in all of the things that I need to do but I love how you're so transparent with that because a lot of parents are you know thinking like you see on Instagram like oh it all looks glamorous but like the idea that you're saying like this is the truth how you're supposed to do it gives me like hope and like you know ease of mind when I do have kids so in that aspect what is a hardest transition for you when it came to balancing a business and creative side of you and also being a mom the art of choosing myself first and yeah I love that as a new mother too yes like because because that baby goes like ahead of everything most times and I love how you said that because we don't we don't ever choose ourselves first especially as a mom I I don't know moms. very many that do. Yeah, like I know my moms. Like thinking about like my mom was my aunts, they would have never said that because like we are their world, which is true. But you have to choose yourself first. So please, like, go more into that. I want to hear more. I think um, the reason why a lot of moms don't is because you fear mom guilt, having mom guilt, because that's a real thing, especially as a new mom. Am I being a good mother by doing this? Oh my gosh, my child should always come first. And you're like, wait a minute, my kid is asleep. I'm about to do what I want to do because (laughs) she's knocked out. Why am I (laughs) contemplating if I should start working right now, (laughs) you know? Um, So choosing me first. And I learned that from another mom. Um, I actually featured her in a blurb in my So She Slays um, article. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you did. Exum, she's an actress on Broadway. She was the first person that I talked to that told me to put myself first. Um, and she was absolutely 
correct and because it's the hardest transition because you go from literally living your best life and not that having a child is not your best life but you go from living your best free life to now having to balance a lot and if you don't choose you first you won't be able to be a good mother honestly not that our like my mom didn't choose herself first great mother but you won't be happy and it's okay you can have you can be happy being yourself and putting yourself first and being a mother I think it was just taboo back in the day again having to be thinking that you had to put yourself on the back burner or your family wouldn't thrive when ultimately they thrive even more when you're in a great space with yourself true you know um so that was it the hardest transition and then again being a a workaholic almost essentially because as an entrepreneur you're always on go mode there's never a you know nine to five you know to go to work nine to five sometimes work is every day (laughs) yeah work is every day Sunday to Sunday Mm -hmm. and so that moment when it was no longer like no lie I was sending an email two hours I had a c-section two hours after my c-section I was sending an email this sounds like us how those will be us yeah like Christina and I was like I know I know I know but I have to send this out right now um and then I'll put my phone down and it was like no listen you're here she's fine let me send this email (laughs) we're gonna be okay okay everything's okay like everybody is fine everybody has their she is good okay yeah but then going back to the recovery stage that's when I had to accept that okay Christina you really actually have to recover like you have to get yourself together mentally physically spiritually before you get back to just going into work you now have someone that depends on you um her needs are important so it's the transition is the art of putting yourself first while taking care of your child's needs and Mm -hmm. it's doable it's frustrating I was gonna say what's frustrating about it yes please (laughs) Um, what's frustrating is one again that mom guilt I don't know if I'm always doing everything right you know um you my kid just had a cold, her first cold ever. Oh no. Mind you, in these times, you're like, a cold? Wait. Cold. <laughs> like, what is that cold cold? Is it, really- is it cold cold? You know? I don't, yeah, I'll be freaking out. I'll be, free- I'll so, be losing it. Freaking out. And it's like, I can't help her other than how I'm helping her, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's frustrating because I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I've never had a kid. I don't know if I, you know? And you get so many different different types of advice do this do this do this do this and you're like "Mm, I don't want to do that but should I do this like it's a lot of decision making and it's frustrating because you don't know if you're always making the right decision um it's frustrating because sometimes you want to be selfish you know and ultimately when you become a mother you do become it's okay to be selfish but you have to be more selfless than you are selfish. I'm drinking non-alcoholic wine now. <laughs> it's frustrating because I want to drink <laughs> it alcoholic looks delici- wine. It looks delicious though. It does look delicious. Like, you know, it's, it's small things. It's like, <laughs> you gotta change your whole life with this. You, you have to change your entire life. Um, 
I actually just had this conversation in therapy earlier about like hanging out, obviously safety first, but we just moved back to New York. And a lot of the people that I hung out with prior to getting pregnant, we don't share common interests anymore. My interest yeah. as a mother has changed. Outside of my husband, I don't really have anyone here, you know? So it's like, now I have to find like mom groups, I guess. How do you manage, like, I guess, dealing yeah. with those pressures? Like, with the other moms, with yes. mom guilt, with, you know, the anxiety of being a mom and getting all this stuff done, but then not being able to do all of that stuff because say your child's sick. That sounds like an awful lot of anxiety and pressure. Yeah, like, like, how do you navigate? It is. It is yeah. um, I have to take care of myself. Um, and that starts with health-wise, mental health and physical health. I think if because I do prioritize those two things, it makes it a little easier. And again, therapy. Um, I am very honest and transparent about my anxiety with my therapist. So she sends me exercises and things like that, that I'm able to do to kind of help with my anxiety. But I mean, I'm not the healthiest mom in the world here. Like, hear me out. <laughs> I'm like kind of vegan. Um, Here's the thing. There's a place down the street that sells oxtail pizza. That's the best pizza I've ever had. <laughs> I'm going to indulge in that oxtail pizza. As you should. Right? As you As should. You know. I, no, um, honestly, I like how you have to yeah. have, you've got to have your days to eat what you want. Like you can't be a hundred, those hundred percent healthy moms, they low key scare me. Cause I'm like, how are you always so healthy? Cause I need to eat a hamburger once in a blue moon. I need my French fries. So to go Again, get your oxtail dad, pizza, go get your oxtail pizza. My dad get is yourself. a nutritionist who literally my dad juices every, like he's been juicing for 20 years at this point oh um so all of this health stuff is not new to me my dad has been doing it literally since I was 10 years old and so but the one thing he loves is carrot cake and fried chicken so guess what? <laughs> I know that if he can live this lifestyle and still find that balance so can I so it's important to not be so hard on yourself when it comes to things like what you eat yes be mindful but so usually I'm, I'm usually for the most part pescatarian like I in even more recent I don't eat fish as much I'll just eat the vegetables and the rice so the vegetables and potatoes like yeah. um, I'm very conscious of that because I know that it makes me feel a certain way um when I, don't get me wrong when I do eat oxtail pizza I'm more bloated than I do when I eat just my vegetables and rice so I have to pick and choose when I want to feel <laughs> that way <laughs> um but I notice a huge difference in my mindset in my body how it feels how it looks when I do choose the more healthier options so I make sure I get some form of a juice like fresh juice every fresh fresh juice every day um, to start my day, I intermittent fast. I start eating at 12 and I don't eat past like 9.30. Um, these are just small things that I do that I know that will make me feel better on the inside. Um, and then I journal a lot. I have, I have a prayer journal where like just my prayers specifically. I have a let it out journal where I need to like vent if I even though I have my therapist, but writing it out as a writer just helps me. Um, and then I read my Bible, honestly. That's another thing that really, and I'm always, like, if you look in the back of the Bible, they have the different words, like, in scriptures as it relates mm -hmm. to. So, mm -hmm. you know, I look up positive words so that I can 
you know, feed my spirit something great to help me get through those days. And again, these are just small things because being in a pandemic, we weren't able to go outside as much as we would have liked. But that's another thing. I find the best adventures to go on that are within CDC guidelines, <laughs> safety guidelines. <laughs> you um, find out. Yeah, no, like, especially with baby, having a baby, you know, I think it's important. I'm writing a piece right now on how to limit screen time. Um, mm. because That's a big thing. Yes. Like, such please let us know thing. so I can read it because I need that sometimes. I would love yeah, to my phone down instead of working, working, working on my phone. It's a big thing, especially when you are a working mom. It's so much easier to cut on a TV, give her her iPad so I can finish what I'm doing and her and she's content but the reality is that's not the best thing to do which is a part of why we have Tristan's book club I love reading books to her that's like our time together um but taking her on adventures so those are like just little things that I try to do on a daily basis or at least weekly um I recommend every mom have one day if you don't, if you're not able to do the minimum of 15 minutes a day, one day out of the seven days, you take a day for yourself. There's a neighbor next door that'll watch your kid. <laughs> there, will be there. If you, have a, be there. if you have a partner, be vocal about that. Like, listen, I have a friend. She's a mom of five. She, she'll be 32 this year. Oh no, she just turned 30. She just turned 32 in February. Mother of five, works nine to five, and has like three businesses outside of that. Normal mom not looking for like, you know, the glory. She just is that's just what she does. And I asked her how she has a set of twins on top of that. Her God goal. bless her. God bless her soul. God, she is God. Oldest is 13. Her youngest is two. Like, oh, that's a crazy yeah. household. That like gave me anxiety. Like it anxiety really gave me anxiety. immediately. <laughs> I was like, you said five, and then five. you said twins, and then you said thirteen and two, and I was like, oh, and then she works three jobs. No, God bless that woman. I asked her, what is she? How do you do it all? You know, and she's yeah. a wife. You know, how do you? How are you a mother, wife, person? And she said, every Friday, she treats herself to this one restaurant. She goes in her living room. No one is allowed in the living room when she's in. And she watches whatever it is that she wants to watch. And she sits there and she enjoys herself. Nope. And they know not to bother her during that time. <laughs> I and love that. Like, that boundaries. That's like. Mm. And you have to create boundaries. Like, what I'm, okay, so what I'm basically getting is create boundaries as a mother. Like you still are expected to create boundaries even as a mother because like you are important too and I think we forget that especially like millennials like as women like I'm not a mother yet Heather's not a mother yet but we're used to seeing like our moms like we are the only one in their life and which is very amazing I have a I'm, we both have amazing mothers but we have to take care of ourselves first and like Absolutely. hearing that you're hearing that you said like I I take care of myself first and the idea that your friend has five kids by the way work businesses a wife being a wife by itself is i can't even imagine how people are married so i don't understand like god bless you guys like god bless you. i'm not married yet like i don't know how people do as married. married couple that's a whole different topic but god bless everyone who is but like 
to do all this like it all shows me that you have to create boundaries and protect your energy and I love that like you're so transparent about that if you don't and how how beautiful is that though that like now we are at this phase or this stage in our life where we can actually you know speak about these things because I don't think my mother had this conversation with other moms or even women our age I don't no. think they did. And I love my how you're mom had a different. My mom had a different because she, my dad was a stay-at-home dad. So oh. my mom worked and my dad did all the housework and all that. So she, it was different for her. <laughs> she was living. But no, I love how like your I love how we all have different. Like my mom was a single mom for a few years. And then she got married to my dad. And like they both worked and like but they, my mom was a stay-at-home mom but she did work like she's real safe so she was able to work from home but she didn't have these conversations with her girlfriends like she didn't have that they didn't talk about like oh you know in therapy I talk about this I love how honest we are in this generation that we talk about that we go to therapy and that we are taking time out for ourselves even though we have kids like they are our world and our first like that's our that's quote-unquote our bosses but like I'm taking care of myself to make sure that my mental health is good because without having that like you're not being good for your kid or anyone else you really it, you literally can't be because energy is felt you know vibes mm-hmm. are you feel your, your baby my vibe baby. your baby feels your vibes so I always even during my pregnancy if something was frustrating me I would take a step back to be like hold on wait a minute <laughs> I am responsible for this life that I'm carrying and she feels every single thing that I feel so it immediately taught me how to like embrace that okay this is making me upset but not dwell on it because the I am responsible for the energy that she receives as well like you said it's establishing boundaries but unfortunately not all moms are afforded that opportunity to set boundaries um, because we have single moms you know which is why I try to vocalize small things that can help any mother versus just being like, I'm the mom that has the husband that can help me with my kids, you know, because that's not everyone's reality. The every example that I've given you are things, even taking baby Tristan into the nail salon when she sleep, like, you know, nap time, I know my kid is going to sleep for an hour and a half. I can go get my nails done, keep her in her stroller and still get pampered while saying that she's sleeping. So it's just, again, that's not something, that's something that every mom can do because every kid has to go to sleep eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all have to take a little nap. Please take a nap. (laughs) Establishing boundaries as a mother. Like you said, our mothers didn't. My grandmother had eight kids as a single mother. Same. <laughs> there were no boundaries, <laughs> you know? Nope. Not um, even close. So I do, I love that, like you said, this generation is just like, wait a minute, we are not okay and I need to be okay before I can proceed <laughs> with my day. Well, that wraps up our episode mm-hmm. of the So She Slay Show. Christina, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. We really, really appreciate it. And until next time, Slay Nation, we will see you later.